right, here we are, the second hour of the Pat Walsh Show, Friday night edition. Thank you for being a part of it. We do greatly appreciate that. Kendall here, of course. Um, Kendall and I will be speaking about something very soon that's happening in this city, which is bizarre. Ken Dog is going to be in here talking about movies. There's a lot of talk about that, where we can kind of lighten the mood a little bit coming up in the next hour or so. Um, I didn't have enough time to really kind of respond to our caller uh, in regards to the United Nations and that. And I certainly, I'm just a guy here doing a radio show. I can't really speak on behalf of, you know, what the United Nations is thinking. We do know that what is over like 600,000 people have now fled Ukraine in under a week, which is truly astonishing uh, in itself since the Russia military offensive began. But in terms of, um, you, you know, the um, United Nations... Um, UNICEF, things like that. Um, James Elder, he's the spokesman for, for UNICEF. Obviously, you know, recognizing what is happening with these people dying and children. And, um, you know, this exodus of families, students and migrants. They've been making their way westwards towards Poland, the neighboring countries. But there is a um, an emergency operation in effect with the World Food Program, trying to reach 3.1 million civilians or something like that. Uh, so these are these caste-based transfers, uh, in-kind food distributions in some situations. Uh, they are providing some support at the borders, focusing on the people going to the border, getting some support to Poland, Romania. They have trucks there. The UN's agency, the executive director, uh, she's Catherine Russell, admitting and and, and and you know saying you know children have been killed and injured. Hospitals and schools, the water, the sanitation facilities, the orphanages had all come under fire. Nice. Where to go, Russia? The whole world is angry. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's they're obviously recognizing it. <clears throat> um yes they're 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 pleading to spare you know civilian life highlighting the concerns hospitals health workers sick people have been targeted in this russian offensive that's according to the world health organization they're concerned about the reports on attacks on health and so anyhow that's just some of the things and i hope in any way you know basically that's what i know about the UN. Anything beyond that, I can't really answer that. John and Somerset to start the hour. How are you, John? Good to have you back. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I heard there's this big huge fertilizer shortage. And I said, "What the hell's with this shortage of fertilizer?" Mm-hmm. So I contact my brother. He is a geophysicist. He used to work for like Shell Oil and Amoco and a bunch of other well, Apparently, they make fertilizer out of natural gas. Mm -hmm. They call it cracking. And they crack, you know, the chemicals in the the natural gas to, you know, formulate fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? There's such a huge shortage of natural gas ever since Biden shut down our natural gas wells here in the United States. We have a huge shortage of fertilizer and 
even the Blue Diamond Group, you know, the, I don't know if you know who they are. You mean the Blue Diamond here in the, based in this area, Sacramento? Yeah. Uh-huh. They're down there in Visalia and all that. You know, they grow all the yeah. almonds and all that sure. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they say everything, as far as anything that's grown with fertilizers, is going to double. It's going to go through the roof. And and, and already, I mean, not, it's, of course, that means higher prices, even higher prices for food, right? Which we're already paying right. ridiculously you know, high prices I, for, higher than we've seen in, in, in forever. Yeah, you remember when I called you about uh, fire insurance? Yeah, oh, a yeah. A long time ago. And yeah, I've dealt with that, too, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was paying $900 a, a year. Now mm-hmm. I'm paying $4,000 a year. Well, guess what? That's what's going to happen to food. Look what gas is now. Yeah, I guess dollars a gallon. Yeah, I paid five sixty five. Like I said today, that's right. Yeah, and Joe Biden will not reopen any of our homeland drilling or natural gas wells here. He'd rather get it from Russia, yeah, or Iran, or from some communist or some godforsaken country. Well, the, uh, you so. know what? I'll tell you what, John. Thank you for the call, but I think there, you know, there may be some second thoughts on that. First of all, let me just say this in response to what you're saying. Yeah, this invasion. They're saying it could lead to this like prolonged global supply crunch in terms of, you know, f- agricultural fertilizers. And yeah, there is a shortage. There's already the high price for the farmers. And so you have, you know, so if the United States, if the cooperatives, if the ag retailers, if they start to increase purchases ahead of the, you know, the spring planting season, because they're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, the fertilizer price is going to continue to soar. Then you have. The invasion's pressure on natural gas supplies. Prices are going to push production costs of fertilizer even higher. And, yep, what's that going to trans- translate into? It's going to translate into already we're paying ridiculous prices at the store. I mean, just go there and you'll see it. It's mm. going to be even higher. It's it's just one of the many byproducts of this. That's, yeah, so scary. Mm-hmm. The, the, all the higher prices with everything. Mm-hmm. and. I want to add this to that when he's talking about fertilizer, fertilizer yeah. and the things. I and... want to add this too. Oh, we're talking you? about fertilizer. Uh-huh. If anybody needs any um, uh-huh. horse manure, sure. Then uh, I've I've got plenty of that. So, and if you need any more fertilizer, I'll play some Nancy Pelosi audio. <laughs> we got plenty of that. I need some Maxine Water audio. I can play that. There's some fertilizer. If you're short on fertilizer, I'll play some of that garbage for you. Yeah, we've we've got plenty of that around here. So, yeah. What's that? Uh, fertilizer ingredients. So do you? So you're okay. Hold up now. I want to re- backtrack for a second. We do have. <laughs> so did I? I just want to recap now or clarify. Did you say you were selling horse manure? <laughs> oh, I'm not selling it. If anybody wants to come and pick some of it uh-huh. up, yeah, too? right. You so <laughs> so essentially what you're asking right now is for people to yes, come and help you asking. pick up horse manure. <laughs> Does anybody want to come to my barn? Uh-huh, yes. And pick up all of my horse's manure? Right. And then you can have it for free. <laughs> sure. Right. Wow, that's a deal. That really is a deal. Gosh. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. 
You let me know if anyone calls and says, sure. I will. I'd love to come and pick up your horse manure. Yes. Mm. If that's not the accurate yes. character to uh, so, miss. Not. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. If we, we're, right. We're the fat. We, there are three things. We're three. very busy people. Sure. There's some more manure for you. In case you were wondering. on Sort of on a dovetailing off on that topic, by the way. Now, Elon Musk, right? Elon Musk. You know, back in 2016, Elon Musk. The tech billionaire, the futurist, the activist. This is when he called for the revolt against the fossil fuel industry. Remember that? Revolt to create a momentum among ordinary people and counter the propaganda of the fossil fuel industry, which is unrelenting and enormous. That's what he said. That's what Elon Musk said. The world is of two minds when it comes to climate change. Oh, blah, 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 right? He, you know, talking about the majority of the transportation in the world is powered by fossil fuels. We know, you know, we know in California, actually someone called about this and I just said I wasn't going to talk about this. And now here I am talking about it for a second. Only for a second in that you were using gasoline, right? Fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But here's what Elon Musk tweeted today. Elon Musk's tweet, hate to say it, but we need to increase oil and gas output immediately. That's what Elon Musk said today. Extraordinary times demand extraordinary measures. That was from today from Elon Musk. Saying, obviously, this would negatively affect Tesla. Sustainable energy solutions simply cannot react instantaneously to make up for Russian oil and gas exports. And then, of course, you have someone responding to Elon Musk saying, why would we increase oil and gas output? Do you know nothing about the environment? If we do that, it will cause the temperature of the world to increase like five degrees or something. See, or something like that. I love when an expert says that. They think they're an expert. I mean, if you do that, like, like, you know, like, a, like the world, you know, the climate and stuff will like, it'll increase like, like five degrees or something like that. I'm pretty sure. I think. Pretty sure we are. We need to decrease oil and, and then put it, and then uh, uh, oil and gas. We need to stop that immediately. Yeah, immediately stop that. Elon Musk says sorry. Was that your Elon Musk voice? Was that my, yes. No, that was the guy responding to Elon oh, okay. Musk. No, that was the guy responding to Elon <laughs> Musk. Anyhow. Hey, on the birthday board tonight... From Metallica, he used to be Metallica, Jason Newstead. Born on this date, 63. Yeah! Fossil fuel, baby! It's a Pat Wall Show. up sacramental this is rob halford the metal god and you're listening to the one and only pat wall show sacramental evening star turn it up
wall show. God, can I wait to go to a concert? Oh my gosh, I need a loud fix of rock and roll, man. My brain needs it so badly. Can't wait. Coming up next week, we're going to talk about what concerts do you want to see now that we can go back. Hey, by the way, <clears throat> Super Mom busted. Super Mom. Can you believe this Sherry Papini story? Unbelievable. KPK News Radio, this is the Pat Walsh Show. Hope you're doing well. I'll get into that story a little bit, too, because it's truly just an unbelievable thing. John in Orangeville, how are you tonight, John? I'm doing good, man. I'm loving the show. Thank Uh, you. I I am, by the way, uh, dual battling lead guitars. Hell yeah. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Tipton and Downing, baby. You're right. Oh, that song? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, What I called it, you know, everybody's talking about the different things going on, but everybody's forgetting, you know, Nancy Pelosi, right before the uh, State of the Union speech, said, you know, People just don't understand how good things are, and we need to tell them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let your other yeah. patrons contribute to that. John, thank you. Have you. A, you have a great night. John, right. thank you very much, and I'm glad Nancy said that for us, that because they're going to tell us. You know how good we have. But that's it right not now. the accurate character to uh, mm-hmm. make. Not uh, if we, we're we're the fat. We, the three things we're yeah. very busy people. Of course, Jeff's in Somerset. Speaking of fertilizer, I had to play some more Nancy for you there, Jeff. How are you? Uh, um, well, not so damn well. Um, there... lot, a lot of things going on, you know. Yeah, but Nancy said things are going real well. Well, that's just like the last guy said. He says, I'm doing good, but things aren't going so well. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, fertilizers. Uh, uh, I would pick up some of that horse manure. Would you? Hey, Kendall. The, Kendall, look at this. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wow. I got my own horse manure. Right. Oh, Okay. I love yeah. my He's producer. He's picking up his own horse manure. Asking people to go pick up horse manure. If you got alpaca manure, Ooh. emu emu manure, well, I'll come get that. <laughs> wow, I need to get some uh, some emus and alpacas. You need to set up like a little table on the side of the road, emu yeah. and alpaca manure for mm-hmm. sale. You know, a little table. My compost pile with my oak and my pine leaves and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, the vegetables will be coming up beautiful. Yes. And fertilizer, uh, let's not go into GMO, but you know, fertilizers, fertilizer, rotation of crops, all that stuff takes mm-hmm. place. So it's, yeah. it's all But that's not really the subject of today. Right. Um, so, uh, but that's good enough for me, Jeff. I'm going to leave it there. You can't better that statement, Jeff. No. When you say fertilizer is fertilizer, that's all I needed to hear. The man just said it right there. Fertilizer is fertilizer. That's right. And don't you forget it. Okay. Jeff and 
in North Oak Park. How are you, Jeff? Hey, Patrick. Hi, Jeff. Is this me? Yes, Jeff. Yes, it's you. <laughs> hey, yeah. man. Um, uh, I haven't been listening live here for a bit. But okay. I just wanted to hit you to something. Um, you talked about supporting um, local uh, businesses. Always. And and we all love music. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to tell you about something if you weren't aware of it. Okay. Uh so there's an artist that we really enjoy. Uh, her name is Lucinda Williams. I love Lucinda. Uh, and so what she's done uh, over the last year or so uh, during the, you know, during the thing mm-hmm. is, uh, it, it, and it, it benefits something nationwide called Save Our Stages. Okay. And it benefits local independent music venues. Okay. And called Lou's Jukebox. Lou's Jukebox? So, yeah, L-U-S. Yeah, Jukebox. Okay. And so what he's done is made all these r- awesome... I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to have to put you on hold because... Well, because... Hi, I'm Alan White of Yes, and you're listening to the Pat Walsh Show. Great bassist of Yes. We had the pleasure of seeing three or four occasions. Chris Squire, born on this date, March the 4th, 1948. Something's happening in Sacramento. It's creepy and weird. And uh, we're going to talk about it here in a minute. Ken Dong will be in here. We're lighting it up with that as well. And of course, more your phone calls as we finish up our. Previous topic, let's go to, let's see, Michael is in Grass Valley. Welcome, Michael. Am I in Grass Valley? <laughs> um, it says Grass I Valley. I don't know where I'm at. Hey, uh, the one thing about uh, picking up horse fr- uh, uh, fertilizer, yeah. you don't pick it up, you shovel it. Well, that's true. Kendall, is there a proper yeah, shoveling technique? I, I actually have a, a rake. Are you raking? Yeah, I have like a little rake and then this kind of thing where I push it into like a large dustpan thing. And then like I take that and then I dump it into my wheelbarrow. I got to tell you, if the show doesn't get top ratings when we're talking about how to scoop up horse yeah. poop. Then I, don't I know have a what technique. Will, I don't know what else would garner great ratings if, other than this. But uh, go ahead, you two. If, this is a lively well, discussion about picking up horse manure. You two go ahead. Carry well, on. 
Yeah, they have a thing called a manure fork that you use. Yep. It's kind of like a rake and a pitchfork. Yeah, and my problem is, is my little my little fork pieces, they keep flying off. God, like, this is I interesting. Just, I just lost another little thing on my fork, like another little piece you of know, plastic. You know, the beginning of today, when I woke up, I said, <laughs> God, if I could hear more about manure forks, it'd probably make my day more interesting and yes. fulfilling. <laughs> well, so thank you both for you that. Know, <laughs> of course. You don't have but... to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that because there's no more Kmart's. Oh, that's true. Uh, Is that where they sold the manure forks? Is it Kmart? Uh, yeah. Once Kmart's gone, uh, yeah, so much for manure and, forks. And Home Depot. Well, I, I uh, get yeah, mine they, at Sheldon Feed, but oh, if you God, know a, if you have a trick as to mm-hmm. not uh, breaking sure. the forks, then let me know. Yeah, please do. Please. <laughs> Soon. Well, you, Anyway, uh, uh, that's enough about manure fork. Oh, thank you. I'm going to go on and on. <laughs> right next to the uh, dinner fork. Right. I, I, I just got to say, I, you know, I grew up, uh, I was 18 in 1973 when the OPEC oil crisis hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was waiting in lines and I lost jobs because I couldn't get to work. The gas and shortage. Yeah, that's right. Get, to get gas because if you didn't have the right license plate number, you couldn't buy gas and you could only buy 10 gallons. Wasn't it like and, odd uh, or even or something like that they were doing on the license yeah, plates? Yeah, yeah. I was in Washington. You had to have the right uh, license plate number and people were shooting each other to mm-hmm. get the gas. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I everybody was driving like four galaxies and stuff around and vans and sure and I had the earliest model Subaru you could get big old Mercury really Montegos all of those yeah. things it sure. only it only held ten gallons of gas right and but it went thirty six miles to the gallon so you could go like you know. 300 miles on a tank of gas uh-huh. and and we were pissed off because gas went from 25 cents to 42 cents a gallon right in a shortage right so uh the point of my story is is that this is the only time that's influenced my whole life and this is the only time that uh I uh, the the compares to that in my life, and I'm 67 years old now. Uh-huh. And, um, uh People, you know, we're looking at. Uh, I mean, suddenly we were uh, an oil exporter, and now we're importing it from Russia. Yeah, and you know, because they're the big. It's not Saudi Arabia; it's Russia that sells the gas, and I mean the oil. Excuse me, That's... and. Um, People have uh, a, a very limited idea about how delicate it is, uh, and we do have, um, to pay, you know, it's 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 only conscious and soulness that makes us pay attention to to what's happening in Ukraine. Yeah. Listen, Michael, Michael, uh, here's the thing. Here's how I'm feeling right now. I'm, I'm going to be honest. How I'm feeling. You're, I like your call, by the way, Michael. Very good call. Um, I am, I've had it with the Ukrainian stuff tonight. It's happening right now. Thank you, Michael. I, uh, these Russian fools are invading. It's all over the news. 
Gas is going crazy. Inflation is here. Happy Friday to y'all. Kendall, I, I want to say Happy something. I don't, even, I don't know if I should even say this. This is a, I, I don't even know if I should say that. Uh. You can't tease us like th- that. You're going to think I'm weird. Please say it. God. I don't know. You're going to think I'm weird if I say this. I That's know. not fair. I know, and I've debated it, and I know as soon as I always say that, then Just I have it. to say it. You know what I mean? Just say it. And if it's weird, I'll hit the dump button. All right, I got to invite <laughs> Ken Dog in first because he has to be here too for moral support. You know what I mean? Because what I say just might be very weird And you will go What the hell is wrong with a Pat Wall show And I will be really embarrassed And Ken Dog is here Ken Dog, hello Hey, that was that, You know what? That rhyme makes up for everything That was perfect Is that okay? Yeah, that's good Thank That's a great intro It can't be any weird It softens the potential weirdness Or whatever it is you're going to say <laughs> We like to soften potential weirdness around here this, yes. it's, it's like, you know it's like a, you know God, I hesitate. Alice in Wonderland it's good you know I hesitate to say this can you stand on your head yes you know what par- par- parosmia is parosmia I don't even know if I'm saying it right parosmia parosmia is that like a parasite Anyone? or something no it might be does that require you look at the blackboard Sorry. it is you, and, and, and I'm not even I promise I won't talk about this topic except, except in what I'm going to tell you about it it is losing the sense of taste and smell Comedy associated with COVID. Now, I don't have COVID. I had oh. COVID a year and what was it? Uh, a year and a half like ago? Five years like ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five years ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Like five years far, ago. Far away, yes. Was it five years ago now? <laughs> no, I don't even, I shouldn't say this. I, <laughs> say it. I, deba- I swear to you, I've debated this. <sighs> okay, so for a while, if you have COVID, you can't smell anything. There's, you lose your senses. I remember so you we talking about that. that. Now, that was, we're talking about a year and a half ago, or as Kendall says, five years yeah, ago. That's I, like, I don't have COVID, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But there is this weird thing that occurs. And I didn't know. I thought I was going absolutely crazy, insane. I thought I was going insane. Do tell. It started about two and a half weeks ago. So I started Googling. And oh my God, this is some kind of a thing that actually exists. It's a real thing? Yeah. My smell, I can smell everything. I can taste everything. Mm -hmm. But about two and a half weeks ago, God, you're going to think I'm absolutely insane. Oh, I love this. I started smelling an odor. An odor. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on. When I tell you, Uh you're not going to believe it. Wouldn't it be great um, if it was like cinnamon rolls or something? Ice cream. Mm. Even if it was, which that would be way better, <laughs> yeah. um, be weird to be smelling it all the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you walk into the mall and you smell. Yeah. And there was a whole thing here about like you, it'll smell. So there's this whole thing about olfactory smell disorders. Da, oh, da, yeah. Da, 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 right? We love to go down to the olfactory. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to go down to the olfactory? Yeah, down the road there. <laughs> and ding, 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 it has a, um, uh, there's a distorted sense of smell or porismia. Mm. can turn normal, everyday odors, just like food, into exceedingly uz- unpleasant <gasps> odors. Oh, They're unpleasant? Such as garbage, oh. sewage, Ooh. and a variety of other things. Mm. Durian fruit? Durian, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I woke up oh, one day, Pat, about two and a half weeks you? ago, and I, as God is my witness, all I could smell 
was like green algae, like at the oh. bottom of a creek bed. Oh, wow. Like you sure it wasn't just something around the house? Algae. Like... So I started looking around my house. <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe I have one of these green algae, uh, algae deals where you plug it in and occasionally it dispenses some green algae smell. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Little, you know, little scent things. When the natural world just isn't enough. Right. And I thought, well, this is crazy. Maybe there's something on my clothes. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's my breath. I don't Oof. know. So I started brushing and flossing more than usual. Like yeah. I'm up to four or five times a day. I, I swear. know you call up Dr. Judd on the line, like Art like, of Dentistry. What's going on? Is this a tooth thing? So I eat a burrito that morning. I'll never forget. And it tastes like algae. Mm. The burrito I, tasted so like started, algae? Yeah. I, so I started doing things like, okay, what about, I'll, I'll eat something that has a very distinct flavor. So I got Fritos. I started eating Fritos. Like, cause you know, those are the, like corn nuts and Fritos. Sure, they have that, sure. that corny, I smell corn and green algae. Mm. What? Yeah. And every day, and I'm not making this up, I can smell it. I can smell <gasps> it now. Mm. Are you serious? I'm not kidding you. This sounds like a total nightmare. It is. And I don't even know what to do about it. I'm sorry that you're going through this. I don't know what to do about this, but I swear to God, it's the craziest thing. And you've been holding this in for like two weeks. Because I thought I was, you know, come on, there's actually nothing wrong with you. That's Mm -hmm. just, you're just imagining this. But I've been imagining it for a couple of weeks now. (laughs) You start going to therapy, you're like, I can't stop smelling the smell. And they're like, oh yeah, it's it's a certain anxiety disorder. I told you it was weird, but I swear I'm not even kidding. We had a hamburger earlier. Did that taste like algae? like a delicious algae burger. (gasps) And Scotty's makes the best burger, so I know it wasn't that. Oh, no. Pat, I'm so sorry. I told you it was weird. I told you. So this will clear up, though, right? Like it just is a temporary thing. I hope so. I put on cologne. It might as well be called green algae cologne. Mm. Yeah. No way. I'm running out of time. We better take a break. (laughs) I'm not kidding. And this is from COVID? I don't know. I don't know what it's from. But they say after you get COVID, after some time, you can develop these. Anyhow, Powell Show. Soylent Green, huh? <laughs> yeah. I hope the other caller that called during the break is, is wrong on his diagnosis. But thank you. My gosh. It's a little scary thing to hear, huh? I told you it was weird. Yeah. Told you. Pat Walsh, KBK News Radio. I wish I wouldn't have said that out loud in a way, you know. Now, if I eat anything, someone makes me food or something, and you go, does it taste like green algae? Yeah, I know. I love to bring you food, and now I'm wondering if all my stuff I make you is going to taste like algae. Actually, you keep doing it, so you just eventually you'll have a barometer for when it goes away, because you got to believe it's eventually going to get away. <laughs> I sure hope so. You know, I mean, the food, it's like, oh, you know, yes, kimchi. It tastes like kimchi. Yeah. <laughs> God, man. Sorry. I mean, it's just kind of embarrassing to say that out loud because you feel like you're imagining these things. You know, no, you feel like yeah. you're absolutely imagining it. It cannot be. There's enough medical science out there to realize that it's, you know, what, what are taste and touch your senses are electrical signals interpreted by your brain. So mm. it's easy to get across wire somewhere. You know, to me, that's not a phantom <sighs> illness. That happens, you know, but yeah. it can, they can easily, the brain is a wonderful, wonderful 
uh, thing where it can rewire itself. Yeah. Right. Now, if we could just rewire all of the healthy things that like Pat doesn't like, like Brussels sprouts. Right, right. Could you imagine it smell like that? I mean, well, that's as bad. I mean, yeah, green, I, I can compare green algae to Brussels sprouts. Exactly. It's pretty much the same thing in my world. But well, if you, you like a bowl of that? green algae or Brussels sprouts, what's the difference? And then it could taste like Scott's Burger Shack, like what it usually tastes like to you. Hey, right. there you go. You now have your cup half full. Well, you just eat Brussels sprouts now. Mm-hmm. It will taste just like any other food that you're eating right now. You can eat healthy. Not worry about it. Well, yeah. Well, that's... Uh, um i don't know i just uh i don't know like kendall said how come it can't be something like cinnabon or something like that it's never nothing like that or like those hot dogs we love at the ballpark yeah why not that (laughs) i want to smell like that oh well all right ken dog is here we'll uh continue with movies and all movies things related to movies Pat Walsh Show.